Rewind it back to the days of chillaxing on the beach and all-day fun with Spring Break on DraftKings Casino. Play exclusive games like Fan Fave Rocket. The excitement is endless, the vibes are right, and the cash prizes could be huge. New players, start playing with just 5 bucks and get 100 back instantly in casino credits. Download the app and use code RTFP to book your one-way ticket to fun with DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. <laughs> yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a Finish Strong Friday presented by DraftKings, America's number one rated sportsbook app. And yes, if I look a little different this morning, for those of you that watch on YouTube, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL, or maybe even sound a little bit different, because I think this might be the first time we have taken the show on the road in terms of the video portion of it here on the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, since we've had the YouTube channel. So I'm up at West Point. I've got the Army, Louisiana Monroe, ULM game tomorrow on CBS Sports Network at 1.30. So still need to give you guys your podcast, especially after opening night in the NFL. You guys know the drill. Fridays are all about you guys, really all about you guys that choose and make a decision to try to be winners. I want winners. I want people that want to win. So do I, Mike Singletary. I want people like Frank Mulville. Frank was uh, retweeted. One of the shows, he actually might have been, you know, it was. I think it was a Fantasy Feast or a Ross Tucker football podcast. He didn't retweet me, though, at Ross Tucker NFL. He retweeted the show and intern Casey, who does such a good job. At Ross Tucker Pod. If you're not already following at Ross Tucker Pod on Twitter or Instagram, I'm just telling you guys you're doing it wrong. And if you're not a Twitter or Instagram person, please follow me on Facebook, facebook.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. All Frank Mulville did was retweet one time, but I noticed it. By the way, he's a varsity basketball coach. I noticed in his bio. That's awesome, Frank. All he did was retweet it once, and boom. Now he gets a signed picture, a signed card. And actually, now that I think about it, Frank, I'm starting to get press passes. I got the press pass from one of the first college football games of the year, Army against Middle Tennessee last week. For anybody that's inclined to that, tomorrow I'll get Army ULM. Monday I'll get Giants Steelers. So a lot of different opportunities For you guys to be able to get press passes, sign pictures, sign cards. Frank, let me know what you would prefer. 
Ross at RossTucker.com is the email address. And then the sponsor confirmation email winner is basically Madden Code Week 2. And it goes to Sean Grady, who not only sent in a couple sponsor confirmations from Australia, which is amazing, but he also is a tuckhead. Patreon.com slash RT Media. Best time of year, by the way, to become a tuckhead. So you can actually chat with all the other listeners while we're watching games, which is awesome. Again, patreon.com slash RT Media. And I think Sean might even help us out on grading the Even Money podcast a little bit this year, which is pretty awesome. Uh, YouTube shout out goes to Tim Walter. Tim, you'll get the YouTube shout out. Just let me know, bro, who you want me to give the shout out to. Email me, Ross at RossTucker.com. And I will gladly go ahead and give you, them, whoever, a video shout-out, post it on YouTube, send you the link, and then at that point you can do whatever you want with it. What I want to do with it is talk about last night's game and give you my picks for every game. Week one in the National Football League. It's Big Show time. The Big Show. Ross, the season opener in the books. What are your takeaways from last night's 34-20 to Chiefs win over the Houston Texans? Well, a lot, Bri. Um, I got a lot to take away. You know, it felt good overall. I mean, it felt really, really good. It was awesome to be able to watch a, a real football game that counted in the stands, in the standings with – you know, star players, Travis Kelsey, J.J. Watt, Deshaun Watson, you know, obviously Patrick Mahomes, etc. And some new stars emerged. I'll get to that momentarily. So that part of it I thought was really, really cool. I actually thought the Chiefs crowd, I guess they were allowed to have like 15,000 people. Al Michaels was very clear that the crowd was not was not enhanced and it felt like they were able to to make more noise than I thought they would. It felt like the the fa- the noise was a factor a little bit, maybe. It it kind of felt like late in the game of a blowout or like the third preseason game, where there's still not that many fans there, but the starters are in for a little bit. So kind of a weird feel to it, certainly. But I guess I would say, Briah, I thought that the the quality of play was better than I thought it would be. Um, I thought it would be sloppier. I thought there'd be more penalties. I thought there'd be more missed assignments. I thought there'd be more mistakes. There really wasn't that many. I mean, I didn't notice a lot of mental errors. I didn't notice a lot of mistakes. There weren't a lot of penalties. Uh, Overall, I mean, it was a pretty normal, cleanly played game. You know, the Chiefs got the first touchdown to Demarcus Robinson, who, by the way, Demarcus Robinson and Sammy Watkins, it's it's like these teams are spending so much time on Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey that Demarcus Robinson and Sammy Watkins are open seemingly all the time. So Demarcus Robinson got a touchdown, but he didn't hold on to it long enough, so it got overturned. So believe it or not, the Texans actually, for those of you that didn't get a chance to watch the whole thing, or maybe any of it, I don't know, the uh, – Texans actually scored the first touchdown. And I was pretty pretty impressed overall, I would say, with how their offensive line played. 
especially in the first half. And I thought that, you know, Titus Howard, the second-year right tackle, who was a first-round pick last year, he had his issues a couple times, was laid off the ball with Frank Clark, get a false step once. Uh, but I thought overall, Texans O-line is still much better than they were at the start of the season a year ago. Much better. Having all those guys play together last year, having the same five guys back, you know, they were doing a nice job blocking for David Johnson. And he showed that he still had some juice left on that touchdown run. That's another big takeaway was that David Johnson, I tweeted this at Ross Tucker NFL, David Johnson got got the piano off his back, Bry. I mean, he was able to actually had some juice, had some jump cuts, was able to finish some runs, get to the edge. I'm so happy for him. I mean, so I, I thought he was done. I'll be honest with you. He must have had something that was really bothering him last year because he, I mean, he looked like he could barely run last year. I've talked about it before. I've talked about it on the Fantasy Feast podcast. He he must have just had a bad injury, and he's back from it. And that's huge for the Texans and huge for David Johnson and his career. He looked good. You know, the Chiefs then pretty much took the game over after that, Bri. And it was interesting because we're so used to the big play Chiefs and throwing it deep and big chunks of yardage. Well, Here's what happened. This is why Greg Cosell loves the sport as much as any. It is a chess match. It is a, as Greg would call it, an academic exercise. And the Texans stayed in two deep safety looks pretty much the whole game. The Texans made the decision they were not going to give up anything cheap and deep. They were not going to get, you know, beat over the top. They were not going to give up big chunks of yardage. They were going to make the Chiefs drive the length of the field and earn it. And a funny thing happened. The Chiefs did. They were able to. That's exactly what the Chiefs did. They were able to go on long, clock-eating drives, whether it was Mahomes settling for short, quick passes because he saw that it was a too-deep look, or obviously Clyde Edwards-Elaire, not Hilaire, Elaire, the H is silent, had a huge game. A lot of people have a lot of different opinions of who he reminds them of. He reminds me of MJD. I mean, the big quads, short, powerful, you know, the jump cut and the burst. He reminds me of Maurice Jones-Drew a lot. I mean, that's that's clearly who stood out to me. But it was a tactical matchup. I guess you can't blame the Texans for that strategy of two deep safeties. I think they thought, let's prove that the Chiefs O-line and Elair can run on us. They were able to. Let's prove that they can be patient and not try to force the ball deep and that they can go the length of the field without getting penalties or negative plays that push them back. They did it. I mean, they were able to do it. So the Texans had a strategy. They implemented it. And kudos to the Chiefs for staying patient, Andy Reid, and for being able to take care of business as uh, they they were able to pretty much systematically march down the field most of the time and get scores. Sammy Watkins had a pretty big night. It's a good thing they brought him back. You know, it just shows having that third or I guess fourth big offensive weapon really helps when teams are putting – more of a focus on Kelsey and Tyreek Hill 
to have your next guy be Sammy Watkins is huge. And then for the Texans, I mentioned David Johnson did some good things. I thought Jordan Akins, the tight end, did some good things. Like nothing from Randall Cobb, very little from Brandon Cooks. Will Fuller, though, had a big night for fantasy folks that are kind of keeping uh, tabs on that moving forward. If you didn't get a chance to watch the game last night, or maybe you didn't, you only watched parts of it, can't highly recommend enough NFL Game Pass. You can see the entire game in just 45 minutes with condensed games. That's huge. So you can watch last night's game in about 45 minutes. And even if you already watched like the first half and then you fell asleep or whatever, you can just watch the second half in like 20 minutes with NFL Game Pass. They've got all kinds of cool game film sessions with Deshaun Watson and Stephon Gilmore, et cetera. They also have the entire NFL Films archive, which is amazing. Go to NFL.com slash Game Pass to start your free trial today. NFL Game Pass, where football never stops. Tucks takes. Ross, before we get to your game picks for all of week one, or I should say for the rest of week one, there's some news to get to, including Eagles tackle Justin P- Jason Peters getting a revised contract, Dak Prescott admitting to some mental health struggles after his brother had committed suicide, and the Miami Dolphins releasing a powerful video. Right, so the Dolphins, I'll go in reverse order, Bri. The Dolphins released a video suggesting that they are going to stay inside the locker room for the national anthem, and they expressed their logic and their reasoning for why. And I think that, uh, I think it's great. I really do. I, you know, I don't want to go too far down this road, Bri, um, but. I think when you stay inside the locker room like the Dolphins are doing and the Texans did last night and even what the Texans and Chiefs did, it proves to me on some level that you that they're listening to the feelings of people that are upset by the kneeling during the anthem. And they're trying to say, hey, let's that's kind of what I suggested. Let's all get behind this together. Let's all, you know, let's all be on the same page. We're not going to do something that offends you. We're going to stay unified and try to advance the cause. And the Texans did the same. I, I, I think it's awesome. I really do. I, kudos to these teams for trying to get to the next step, which is let's all get on the same page and let's not do something that we know is divisive. And that's exactly what they didn't do. Or the Dolphins aren't going to do and the Texans didn't do. So I give them a lot of credit for that. Because uh, in that respect, then, it shouldn't be a place where people are making it about the anthem because they're not making it about the anthem. You know, because I know that offends a good percentage of people, even if they're not really protesting the anthem or the military or whatever. So um, I encourage you to check out the Dolphins video. As for Dak Prescott, you know, I am not going to say the name of the person that was critical of Dak Prescott for, you know, what he admitted regarding his mental health struggles and depression after his brother committed suicide. I am not going to stoop to that level. I am not going to mention that man. And I use that term loosely because that guy, um, 
is a total fraud and in my mind, a disgrace of a human being that has no integrity, not an ounce or iota of integrity. And here he, he took it too far. He really just says things that he knows will get people riled up to get attention. My recommendation would be to never watch him, never listen to him, and never talk to him or talk about him. Because I'd like to think you guys are smarter than that. And if you listen to this podcast, I'm quite sure you're smarter than that. What Dak Pre- mental health is a very real thing. And I'm so glad how far we've come with it over the years. And it is very important that players like Dak Prescott talk about some of the issues they have. And who wouldn't have an issue after your brother committed suicide? So anyway, kudos to Dak. He's the man. I'm a big fan of him on and off the field. And as for the other guy, the only way we can get people like him to shut up is to get them off the air by not watching or listening what they do. But unfortunately, there is a very unintelligent segment of society that I guess watches that guy's show every day. What a shame. As for Jason Peters' contract, he had leverage. Uh, evidently he took it and was able to get an upgraded contract. I, I typically feel, Hey, whatever it takes to get more money for players. Good for you. This one's a little different, little, little unique. I'm not exactly sure how I feel about it, but he got the upgraded contract. The Eagles felt like it was worth it. Jason Peters felt like it was worth it. And so now he's their left tackle, which I think is pretty clearly what they needed. You know, we can talk about the money some other time, but for this game on Sunday and for this season, they needed Jason Peters back at left tackle. Want to know which team is going to win every single game on Sunday? Then listen up. Wow, I haven't heard that one in a long time. Feels good. Feels good, Ross. Real good, Bri. Right, Real good. Let's start with Philadelphia Eagles at the Washington Football Club. Right. So, uh, by the way, I'll be doing um, WIP Eagles pregame again this season. So if any of you are diehard Eagles fans, you can listen to me for three hours before every Eagles game. So, you know, this Sunday it'll be 10 to 1245 on WIP radio if you're in the Philadelphia area. If you're an Eagles fan and you're outside of the Philadelphia area, then you can listen to it on the radio.com app. Then just go to WIP so you can hear my breakdown of the birds and the Washington Washingtons so I actually think this is going to be an awesome game I I really do I think it's going to be a very very close competitive game and I say that because the Eagles are coming into this one pretty banged up so that's obviously um, a negative and and they've had a lot of reconfigurations of their offensive line. You know, now Peters is back at left tackle. I think Matt Pryor, who's played a bunch of spots, is now going to be back at right guard. You're going to have Lane Johnson at right tackle, but he's a little bit banged up. They won't have Jalen Rager, their first-round pick. And the problem for the Eagles is that the Washington football team has a top five for sure, maybe top two or three defensive line. I mean, they come at you in waves. Kerrigan, Chase Young, Montez Sweat on the outside. Inside, you've got Matt Ioannidis and then the Alabama boys, Deron Payne, Jonathan Allen. It's going to be tough sledding for the Eagles. I mean, it's going to be hard for them 
to move the ball. I, I don't know if their O-line, how they're going to fare in this challenge. I think this is a fairly low-scoring game. I'm also going to be curious to see how Darius Slay matches up with Terry McLaurin. Ultimately, though, I think the Eagles pulled out 23-20. Next up, it's the Miami Dolphins at the New England Patriots. Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins. So I like the Patriots to win the game. Now, I like the Dolphins since they have Fitzpatrick out there, but I think the ability of the Patriots to use Cam in a lot of ways that I'm not sure the Dolphins are really ready for, that's the key. That That's why I feel like the Patriots are going to win the game. They're going to have a lot of cool, unique things cooked up for Cam and no matter how prepared the Dolphins are, they think they are for them, I don't think it's going to be enough. So I think this is another really good game, by the way, uh, that ultimately I think the Patriots win probably about the same, Bri, probably about 23-20, um, maybe, maybe a little higher score, maybe 27-24, something like that. Green Bay Packers at the Minnesota Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings. So – um, I, I kind of like the Packers in this one with Daniil Hunter not scheduled to play. I don't think the Packers are as bad as people think they are. No, Daniil Hunter is a big deal. We'll see what Ngakwe can do. But the Vikings still have a bunch of question marks in my mind. You know, receiver without digs, you know, the O-line, especially the interior trio going against Kenny Clark, the secondary. I think the Packers pull it off because I, I just think, you know, I know that people want them to get a receiver or whatever, but they still have a lot coming back. And the right tackles may be a question mark, but I like the Packers to get the win on the road. I think this one is 26-24, the Packers win, and that is an underdog pick, Brad. You can let the doggies out. Ross's Underdog of the Week. Next game is Indianapolis at Jacksonville. Well, I obviously think the Colts are going to win the game because I think Jacksonville is terrible. However, Colts are really banged up. Ryan Kelly, Quentin Nelson, Anthony Costanzo, all coming into this one banged up. That's their three best offensive linemen. So I don't like that. That gives me a little bit of hesitation. It would, it would in terms of laying the points um, because DraftKings, the Colts are eight-point favorites. So it gives me a little bit of hesitation there about laying the points, but I still think the Colts win. I still think this is their year in the AFC South. I think they're the better team. So I like the Colts to win. Um I'm going to say more like 24-17, though. But even with the O-line being banged up, Bri, I am still going to go ahead and lock up the Indianapolis Colts. I mean, I got to have one survivor pick for you guys, so I will go with the Colts. Lock them up. Your survivor slash knockout slash whatever you call it, pick of the week. Next game, Chicago at Detroit. So it, it says a lot about a lot that, you know, the Lions are favored by three points on DraftKings. And by the way, if you guys listen to me 
last night, you were able to get a free winning bet with the Chiefs. They covered the spread. They were getting 101 points. They actually won by 14. Last night, though, was kind of just the warm-up. Now is the time to get ready for Sunday's full slate of action. No better place than DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. DraftKings Sportsbook is rolling out a can't-miss offer. If you haven't tried DraftKings Sportsbook yet, head to the App Store now because you do not want to miss this. All new users get the chance to turn $1 into $100 when they bet on any team. Think about that. You place a $1 bet on any team, and if that team wins, you get 100 bucks. Think about that offer. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code ROSS when you sign up to get this can't-miss offer. Pick any team during week one, bet $1 on them, and win $100 if they win. That's $1 to win $100 when you use promo code ROSS during sign-up. Limited time only, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 older, New Jersey, PA only. Other restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Did you finish Chicago-Detroit? I don't think I did, Bri. Um, I like the Lions to win the game. I think it's a close game. I don't have faith in Trubisky. Stafford's back. If you've listened to me on the Even Money betting podcast or, you know, obviously even to some extent on the Fantasy Feast podcast, I like the Lions this year. I think they're going to be better than the Bears. I think it starts Sunday. I think they win this game. And I think this is pretty low scoring too because the Bears have a good D, but they have a bad offense. How about how about nineteen sixteen Lions? Moving on, the Las Vegas Raiders at the Carolina Panthers. Love the Raiders in this one. You know, for Survivor picks, though, it's tough because the Colts are on the road, the Raiders are on the road. You know, they tell you to never pick a road team for a Survivor pick, so that makes it a little bit difficult. I still think the Raiders win the game. I think their O-line is going to dominate the Panthers' D-line in this one. I've been very clear about how I feel about the Raiders this year. Panthers are rebuilding. Now, the one edge the Panthers might have, first game, totally new coaching staff, throwing some things at the Raiders they're not ready for. But I think the Raiders will still be able to overcome that and get the win. I think this is actually a little bit more of a higher scoring game. I think this might even get to like 27-24 because the Panthers' D should be atrocious. But I do think Teddy B and Joe Brady's offense, they'll be able to move the ball a little bit. New York Jets and Buffalo Bills. Love the Bills this year. Loaded roster. I think the Jets are going to struggle, especially early. Their receivers are banged up. Their O-line has a lot of new faces in new places. Give me the Bills uh, probably going away. I I think the Bills... I think I laid the points on the Even Money podcast. I think the Bills win this one, Bri, like 24-14, 27-17, something like that. Cleveland Browns, Baltimore Ravens. I think it's going to be closer than the experts suggest. Uh, the Ravens, according to DraftKings, are, are laying eight points. I think it's closer than that. Uh, now it's down to seven and a half, actually. So people have been taking my advice from the Even Money podcast 
and betting on the Cleveland Browns. I just have, uh, you know, they have the new coaching staff advantage, number one, and they've had all this time to prepare for Lamar Jackson and what the Baltimore Ravens do. I mean, that's what they spent a bunch of training camp on. So I think they're actually going to play him pretty tough. Still like the Ravens to win the game, uh, 24 to 20. I think the Browns hang tough. Seattle at Atlanta. The game you're going to be at, right, Bri? Looking forward to it, yep. So we got to get a full report on the press box food uh, box. Press yep. box, uh, what do we call it? Press box box lunch, Bri. Need to get a full report on that. I, I have um, a feeling it's not going to take very long. No, I know. Well, look, I did um, I did a video for uh, – you know, on Twitter and Instagram at Ross Tucker NFL from the Army game last week. I'll do another video tomorrow. It's another reason, by the way, why you got to be following me on social at Ross Tucker NFL, Twitter and Instagram. Please do. I don't. I don't ask for much, but I think you guys want to see some of my family stuff, and of course, seeing what the press box food looks like. And I'll I'll have full grades for you on Monday and Tuesday, actually, because I'm in the booth for the Giants and. The Steelers. So anyway, um, I like the Seahawks to win the game. I think they're the better team. I think the Falcons secondary is a major, major problem. Decent amount of points in this one. 26-23 Seahawks. LA Chargers at the Cincinnati Bengals. So I've kind of gone back and forth on this one, Brian. I'm a little bit nervous about the Bengals O-line. I take that back. I'm a lot a bit nervous about the Bengals O-line against the Chargers D-line, that's going to be a problem. I'd like to think the Bengals can scheme things up enough to try to protect Burrow. You know, the Chargers don't have Derwin James on the back end, which I think is a significant loss. And then, you know, I, I we'll see what Tyrod Taylor has. You know, if he can get – if he can run a little bit, then maybe the Chargers win, but – I kind of like the Bengals to win this game outright. I'm going to go I'm going to go 20 20 21 20 Bengals. Let the doggies out, Brian. Crosses underdog of the week. Let the dogs out. Arizona will be at San Francisco. I wonder if the weather. Have you heard about the weather up there? With all the fires, that's going to be. A I don't, as you know, Bry. I do not follow current events or news very closely. I just, I've got so much football stuff I need to know, like two games this weekend that I don't pay attention. I know that there's big fires, and I, I literally one of the biggest reasons why I know about it is because Kyle Shanahan had a quote that said that they're like in an apocalyptic state. Like that's. That's a big reason why I even know about it, because Kyle Shanahan talked about it. So I don't know what the deal is there, though, Bri, to answer your question. Um, I do know, though, that this line has come down quite a bit. A lot of people following me and what I said on the Even Money podcast on Tuesday, which you guys should absolutely check out, even if you're not into sports betting. I mean, if you're into sports betting, you have to listen. I'm not even giving you a choice. But if you're not into sports betting – I think you would just still be interested in sort of how we handicap the games, how we break it down, how we think it's going to unfold. But anyway, the point is, 
is I think the Cardinals played them really close last year. And the Niners are beat up at receiver. They're a little beat up in the interior of the offensive line. A little beat up at defensive end. I think the Cardinals stay in this thing the whole time. I think this is an awesome game. 31-30 ers one of the best games of the day. You know what else is going to be an awesome game? The battle of the two old guys in the NFC South. Tampa Bay at New Orleans. Oh, my gosh. I just can't wait. I mean, you know, you want to talk about storylines. It's about as big of a storyline as we've had in the NFL in quite some time. Tom Brady, after 20 years, is now playing for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I can't wait to see what the ratings are like in New England for that Bucs Saints game. You know all the Patriots fans will be glued to that Bucks Saints game. I like the Saints to win the game. I think it's going to be an awesome contest. I just think the Saints have an overall better roster, and I think the continuity and chemistry will help them. But I sure as heck think that the Bucks are going to be able to give them a run for their money. It's going to be an epic game. I do think there will be a decent amount of points. I'll go, I'll go 27-24. The Saints get, get the win at home. Sunday night football, the Dallas Cowboys at the Los Angeles Rams. Looking forward to this one. Uh, also looking forward, by the way, Bri, to shaving tomorrow before the Army-Louisiana-Monroe game since I'm on CBS Sports Network. Thankfully, I recently got my new blades from Harry's. New U.S. customers can redeem a trial offer of Harry's new sharper blades by going to harrys.com slash Ross Tucker. Harry's new sharper blades are still as low as $2 each. How do they do that? They own a German factory that's been honing razor blades for 100 years. And they confidently stand by a 100% quality guarantee on harrys.com. The blades are delivered directly to your door on your schedule with or without a subscription. Awesome. New U.S. customers can get a Harry's trial set, harrys.com slash Ross Tucker. You'll get a five-blade razor, a weighted handle, foaming shave gel with aloe, and a travel cover to protect your blade when you're on the go. That's key. Just go to harrys.com slash Ross Tucker and redeem your trial offer today. That's a good one, by the way, for next week's Madden. If you want to get on that one, harrys.com slash Ross Tucker if you want the week three Madden code. As for the Rams and the Cowboys, I see, I think personally, Brian, I think the Cowboys are going to beat them by a lot. I really do. I, I think I am not big on the Rams this year. They still have issues on the offensive line. We'll see what Cam Akers and the running backs can give them. I think that they're going to get pressure on golf, you know, and I think that the Cowboys are going to be able to run the football with Zeke Elliott. They've got all those weapons. I like the Cowboys to win the game. Uh, they are favored. I, I think the Cowboys win the game 27-20. Cowboys win by a touchdown. The first two Monday night games, Pittsburgh at the Giants. And again, I, I've said this several times this week, but I'm pretty excited about it, as you can tell. I'll be in the booth for Westwood 1 with Ian Eagle on Monday night. So Ian Eagle, awesome. I think he's like the number two guy at CBS. So we'll be in the booth together, socially distanced. I encourage you guys, if you want, uh, you can turn the volume down on your TV and listen to me. 
you know, while you're watching the game on TV, listen to my analysis of the game. Or a lot of you, you know, you're in the West Coast, you're driving home, it's a 7 10 Eastern games, you're driving home from work, maybe even in uh, mountain time zone, central time zone, flip it over, flip the station, make sure you get to the game and listen to your boy. I'm looking forward to it. I, I like the Steelers to win the game. I think this is a tough matchup for the Giants O line. Really tough matchup. Steelers D line. TJ Watts is stud. Bud Dupree came came alive last year to it. Hayward. I mean, they they can just come at you, man. I mean, all of those guys, really, really good. I think everybody's curious to see what Big Ben has left. That's kind of what we'll be keeping an eye on for sure. But ultimately, I like the I, I like the Pittsburgh Steelers to win this game. I don't think there's a ton of points in this game. I think it's like 23-16 Steelers. And finally, the last game of the week, it's the second Monday night game, Tennessee at Denver. No Cortland Sutton for the Broncos. Well, and here's the deal. No Von Miller for the Broncos. And so it's just not a good scene. I mean, in in just the last five days, the Broncos have lost Von Miller and the Titans have gained Jadeveon Clowney. That's a significant difference. We'll see what Drew Locke can do. Maybe he can come out firing and do some positive things. But that, I mean, one team lost a difference-making player. The other team gained a difference-making player. And wait for it, that makes a difference, clearly. So I like the Titans. Uh, I think it's probably, I don't think there's that many points. in it. I think it's 23-16 to 16 would be my guess. Shout-outs, by the way, Bri. To Pizza Boy Brewing, DynastyFreaks.com, Sportaculture, SteakhouseSports.com, and Vision Comics with an X. So we got one, two, three, four, five shout-outs for awesome listeners of the show. We love doing that for you guys. You got, They are, I think we're done here, members of Patreon.com slash RT Media. Other than that, Brian... Um, you know, you can listen, go back and listen to Fantasy Feast. You can listen to the College Draft podcast. If you want to catch up on the games that are tomorrow, you can go back and listen to Fantasy Feast podcast, set your lineups, even money if you want to hear that before the Sunday games. Plenty of more on-demand audio in addition to the Ross Tucker football podcast. Other than that, I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feast, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.